This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say, but if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free for All Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. Okay, time to get the phones ringing. 416-360-0740. Toll free, one 866 744 740. What a great day to be inside listening to the radio when it's snowing outside. <laughs> Listener Brian uh, just sent me a tweet to say it's snowing at Victoria Park and the 401. Hard to believe on the 28th of May. If you want to talk about the weather, we can, but I, I suspect you will want to talk more about uh, the latest news around COVID-19 and the vaccination rollout. We got some good news from Premier Doug Ford this morning. The timeline for second doses of COVID-19 vaccine has been moved up to begin on Monday with Ontario residents 80 and over eligible to book their second shot first. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. There are a lot of details around uh, the second shot rollout, and I've got them here in front of me. So if you've got a question as well, we can try to get you the answer. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. It's your show, the original Free for All Friday. Jane for Libby today, and we begin with Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. How are you? Good morning. Yes, the, I agree that the uh, the uh, vaccine uh, speed up is great, but we've got a bigger problem, and that is what the foreign government is doing with regard to the environment. And they've taken all powers away from the municipalities with regard to uh, zoning and development. And they all now rest with the uh, minister's office. They're called Ministerial Zoning Orders, Bill 257. We should be very, very, very concerned about this. Pat, you called in yesterday when we were talking about the overridden noise bylaw here in the city of Toronto, and you mentioned that you've been involved in uh, developing noise bylaws in different municipalities in Ontario. Uh, With your expertise, what would you suggest that people do? Well, (laughs) the noise bylaw I was dealing with was on a a small lake in uh, in cottage country, and the the great debate was, well, how were we going to enforce it? And what we had to get clear to the other council members, enforcement is not the requirement. You have to have the law first. So if you don't have the law, you can't do anything. So that is the one thing I would take away from that. And that uh, article or that issue made the uh, front page of the Globe and Mail back in on the May 24th weekend of 2018. So um, I agree. Um we have to have laws, and they have to be enforced. And my big concern is what's happening with regard to the environment and all things related to development. And, and what do you? Uh, how do you feel this is going to play into next year's provincial election? Do you think this will be an election issue? Well, it should be because what's happening is that the provincial government is receiving significant dollars from the developers. And the result is that the normal ability of others to comment uh, on development plans, especially around the environment, this, as a result of this Bill 257, that has essentially been taken away from people. And so it's going to be the minister's office, and I'm sure the plan would be that, you know, they check to find out how much money the developer has given to the party, and the decision gets gets made to some degree on, on that. And this is very, very, very concerning. Okay. Well, thank you for your call, Pat. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. 
Let's go to Brian in Hamilton. First, though, the numbers. Free for All Friday here on Zoomer Radio, the original Free for All Friday. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Whatever in the news has you talking, the lines are open. Let's go to Brian in Hamilton now. Hi, Brian. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. What's on your mind? Well, what's on my mind is uh, on the holiday weekend there, uh, the restrictions were for five people, uh, five family members or guests or whatever it is to uh, be in your home or in your backyard, whatever. Um, And I called concerning uh, a a family that had uh, more than five. Uh, I believe they had seven. And um, I called, uh, and uh, I had a call back from uh, the police department saying that they would send someone out. Uh, and then I called to get an update on that, and they said they didn't have a uh, response to that. Uh, in other words, um, they didn't receive a, uh, a call to have someone go out and uh, check it out. Um, uh, we've had this problem for quite some time now, uh, where there's been, uh, basically cars there, uh, anywhere from, um, in the evening, anywhere from, uh, say seven to 17 vehicles in the driveway. Uh-huh. And nobody, and, and, and when you've called on repeated occasions, nobody has come out to check it out. Well, uh, I called on the repeated occasion uh, to the city concerning uh, bylaw of the number of people that were living in the house. Uh, I never received a call back on it, um, and it's still happening. Yeah. Uh, last night, there were eight vehicles in the driveway. Well, maybe, maybe Brian, the thing to do is to call your city councilor's office and, and, uh, es- and escalate I- it. I've, I've just done that. Yeah. I've just done that. Um, and they said that they would call me back. Uh, of course, uh, you have to give them time to, uh, to check these things out. But basically, <clears throat> from the uh, city police department and from the city itself, um, I received the runaround. Okay. Well, I I wish you luck. I thank you for your call. Um, It is uh, being a good citizen if you see a large gathering or, I mean, technically even more than five people gathered in a backyard. Technically, you can call and, and report that. That is... Uh, breaking the rules at the moment. I mean, that is going to change in the next couple of weeks, uh, hopefully by June 14th, if the numbers continue to trend downward, the COVID-19 daily cases, then we could have gatherings of 10 people allowed outside across the province. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let me tell you a quick story. I actually called 311 myself uh, last weekend. Um, I saw a disturbing situation in the backyard of a neighbor uh, who I know has had issues around raccoons. And I was, I happened to see while I was watering the flowers, I saw that a rusty old cage and a live raccoon inside the cage. And the raccoon wasn't panicking, but it was out in the hot sun. I think it was on Sunday of the long weekend. And um, it was trapped. And you are allowed to trap raccoons, but you must then let them free or take them somewhere and set them free. Well, This raccoon was in a rusty old cage in the backyard. Uh, Nobody was home at the time. So I called 311, and that Toronto bylaw officer was out within an hour and let the raccoon out herself because she she has the authority to do so. So I just thought, you know what, I'm not a fan of raccoons either, but that's inhumane to let an animal sit like that in, in the sun, contained, no water, that kind of thing. So 
I guess, you know, sometimes calling 311 can have a very quick effect. Uh, in the case of our friend there who called from Hamilton, it's been much more challenging. All right. The phones are ringing like crazy now. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. Bill in Etobicoke, you're up next. Hi, I'm not on the air, am I? You are on the air. Oh, that's no good because I want to set something up, a special birthday wish for Monday for a friend of mine. But if she's listening, it's going to ruin it. Okay, so how can I help you today, well, Bill? How can, how can I do this when I'm not on the air, but just be able to talk to you and maybe set something up for Monday? Well, uh, you know what? I'll let you uh, call back and you can chat with Zeev, uh, our producer, about specifics on that. Okay? Same number? Same number. Thank you. I don't know if we can help you, but um, Zeev can spend a little bit more time. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And in Mississauga, you're next. Oh, yes, uh, Jane. Um, I would like to uh, mention something. The other day I was listening um, accidentally to American Station, and there's a host there who keeps saying that um, uh, the uh, vaccination for it is concerning the Geneva Convention, and nobody has checked it, but he's screaming about it and saying that it is illegal for uh, any university or school or any place to use vaccination to uh, to uh, request that they, in order for them to attend schools or go places. And I was wondering if somebody could check that out. We will definitely check that out. It sounds a little bit like uh, American conservative talk radio, just to kind of get the phones ringing, uh, oftentimes on issues that don't really make sense or are not uh, common sense with regards to what's going on with the COVID-19 pandemic. Good question, though. Can you legislate? Can you say that vaccinations, COVID vaccinations are required in order for somebody to, say, go to work, uh, in order for somebody to attend a university, uh, live in a residence uh, at university? Good question. And uh, these are some of the issues that we are going to confront in the coming months here in Ontario. Let's go to Orst in Toronto. Orst, what's on your mind? Well, I'm calling regarding the fellow that just called in with the uh, complaint about the gathering he had in his area. Yes, I believe it was Ed in Hamilton. Uh, oh, Ed in Hamilton. Well, was you know, like, was it bothering him? Like, what does he care like why is he why 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 doesn't he mind his own business? So um, with regards to the pandemic, that I mean that is a personal decision to have people to your home, but uh, there is the greater the wider ripple effect though, Orst, right? I mean, if people are gathering, potentially they're spreading COVID nineteen. So what ripple effect? Well, no, well, the ripple effect. Say somebody was in that gathering had COVID nineteen, they would spread it to all the people who are there, which is why the gatherings are limited to five people right now. Oh yeah, right. I see. Yeah, I, I mean that is the thought process behind it. I know what you mean. Like three one one could potentially become a snitch line, but it's it really is about the greater good. And if you see a party going on, you know, I mean, if there are six people in a backyard, do you call three one one? I would say no. Um, but if if there are fifty people in the backyard, I would say yes. You know, that's a threat to public health. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Joan in Guelph, go ahead. Hello. Hi. Oh, this is a first time call for me. Oh, great. I'm on a little tiny cell phone. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, I listen to your program every day. Um, my question is, and I want to verify that I've got this right, in Ford's press conference this morning, he said that he got a call about uh, where he got his first dose on March 19th. So who is eligible for AstraZeneca right now is March 10th the 19th, and I looked it up, and he got the AstraZeneca shot on April 9th on television. Exactly. I, I tweeted about this on my Twitter feed at Jane Brown oh, News. You? Yeah, I did. Because I, I heard it go by as well, Joan. And, you know, we were recording the, the news conference as it was taking place. And I went back and listened and listened to exactly what he said. And he said he that did say that, didn't he? he did. He said, I uh, got a call from the drugstore the other day. 
telling me that I got my shot March 19th and I could come in. And I said, no, I'm going to save it for somebody else. And you're absolutely right, Doug oh, Ford. thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just like so appalled the media doesn't jump on this. I'm thinking I'm one of the people that took AstraZeneca. My degree is microbiology from years ago. It's a good vaccine. I have no problem. I'd be there tomorrow to get it. What day did you get and yours, Joan? I got mine on April 1st. Okay, I got mine on April 4th. <laughs> so I've already done the math and 12 weeks out is June 27th. And um, if I can get my shot on June 27th or a day before or a day after, I, I will be there. Well, I'm in Guelph and Guelph got added on to the big three for a small pilot project. And I just snuck into that. So because of my age. Yeah. And so they had actually booked me for an appointment at the end of June for a second. And then all this happened. Right. So Um, I'm just really appalled at, I'm hearing 26 doses went out late yesterday. There's going to be waste. Canada is in no position to waste any vaccine. Well, you know, I hope they do have until the stroke of midnight on Monday night to issue those tens of thousands of vaccines. So hopefully they can make their way through them over the next four days. But I, I, well, I know what you're saying. It would be criminal for any to be wasted. Absolutely. These are lives that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, Joan. Thanks. Thanks so for calling what about in. The Doug Ford. Is anybody going to question it? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll put it out there. I, I did think oh, it. Good. I Thank did you. think it was unusual. The numbers to call: four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. I did think that that was strange that Doug Ford would say he got a call from a drugstore saying you got your shot March nineteenth. You can come get a second dose. To which he said, no, I want to save it for somebody else. So did he get a call from the drugstore? Is the drugstore confused about the day that Doug Ford got his shot, which was April 9th? It is documented. Why would the drugstore say he got it on March 9th, uh, 19th? Why would Doug Ford say he got a call if he didn't get a call? Anyway, it's a, it's a very strange anecdote that he threw into the mix this morning. It may or may not bother you, Um but it is odd. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Evelyn in Scarborough. Hey, Evelyn. Hi. I, I'll do it as quick as, as I can. Customer service is still alive. You did a show a couple of weeks ago. And as I was listening to it, I was driving to a local vacuum cleaner place to pick up uh, my vacuum cleaner which I found out when I got home had not been serviced at all in any way, although I paid $100. I uh, tried to call Electrolux U.S. They don't have a customer service, either Canada or U.S. You call, I guess, if you're buying something. There was another name on his banner. It was called Eris. I contacted them, and within three days, I had my money back. I did not have their product. It was not their product. It was a different product altogether, and yet they went to the trouble of telling this person to give me back my money. They went to the trouble of trying to find where I could find what I was looking for, and they were great in three days. And and, and I, I wasn't, I didn't have their product, and yet they still put themselves out there to help me. Well, that is a that is a good news story. Thanks for calling, Evelyn. Well, thank you for your show. It's great. Okay, thank you. Have a nice weekend. Um, doesn't look like it's going to be a nice weekend from our vantage point here at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, but the weather is supposed to improve for tomorrow. Won't be all that warm, but it will be sunny. In the meantime, we got a little bit of snow, apparently, up in the Victoria Park 401 area mixed in with the rain, uh, some ice pellets here and there, just a very strange May 28th in the GTA. We need to take a quick break, and then we're back with more of your calls on the original Free For Friday here on Zoomer Radio, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to one. 
Fight back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby Snymer... Here is Jane Brown. Starting on Monday, some of us in Ontario can book our second COVID-19 vaccine dose, beginning with individuals 80 and over. Uh, Beginning on Monday, May 31st, you will be eligible to move up your second dose uh, appointment. You can keep the one that you got originally, or you can move it up to the first available time. So that's exciting news. Also, if you received AstraZeneca as a first dose from March 21st onward, you will also become eligible on Monday at a 12-week interval from your first dose to book your second dose of AstraZeneca. And on the topic of AstraZeneca, uh, given this new information, um, what would you do if if it becomes allowed that you may get an mRNA vaccine for your second shot in addition to the AstraZeneca as your second shot? Would you, which one would you go with? Or, you know, in my case, I got the AstraZeneca first shot. I will go with whatever is offered me first for a second shot. 416-360-0740, toll free, 1-866-740-4740. Maybe you're one of, if you're 80 plus, um, maybe you're one of the 28% of Toronto residents, 80 and older, who have yet to get a first shot of COVID vaccine. Now, is that by design? Have you uh, hit some challenges, some issues that has made it difficult to book a vaccine? Uh, Are you in a homebound situation where you can't get out to get a vaccine? That just seems like a really high percentage, 28% of residents in Toronto, 80 and over, have yet to get their first vaccine. I'd like to hear from you as well. 416-360-0740 or 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Stuart in St. Catharines. Hi, Stuart. Hello, Jane. Um, i just like to say um, I was watching the news yesterday and I see that uh, a bunch of protesters rode on Victoria Island in B.C., um, trying to stop uh, the loggers for cutting down 2,000-year-old yellow cedar trees. So I just wanted to throw a tip my hat off to all the supporters for trying to save those trees. Oh, very good. Thank you for calling with that, Stuart. Let's go to Barry in North York, one of my favorite callers. Hey, Barry. Well, thank you, Jane. You're one of my favorite newscasters, I well, think. Don't I... tell Bob this, but you're my favorite. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. So... And and so one of the reasons I wanted to call to call you is because you are a news person, so I'd like your take on this. I'm really concerned about this Jewish thing. I actually the information that I have is that our some Palestinian supporters are going around the neighborhoods in Toronto and asking people that they're Jewish to target them. And a friend of mine is really concerned about that. She's really upset and she's Jewish and she's she's scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this comes from a protest on Saturday that they were yelling intifada, um, violent uprisings, and I'm thinking, whoa, this is this has gone way beyond protesting. This is really serious. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, what do you what do you know about the protest itself? Um, what exactly went on? And um, I'm concerned. I'm curious as to why it wasn't shut down. Uh, why it was allowed in the first place because of the pandemic, a thousand people. I know. Well, and that's exactly what John Tory was saying at the time, that, uh, you know, peaceful protests are a great mark of our democratic society. But during the pandemic, we simply cannot have them. Uh, however, when you get people coming out en masse, it's very difficult uh, to control the situation other than to try to keep it orderly. I know there were a number of charges. Uh, I know there were a number of uh, quite a few videos taken of incidents that could be deemed 
as hate crime. I suspect, Barry, we haven't heard a whole lot of fallout afterwards uh, uh, that the uh, investigations continue with regard to any charges that might be laid. Uh, Thinking about your friend, has she been targeted specifically? No, no, she hasn't, but she has to go out tomorrow to do a, a job, and um, she's going to be on the subway and that kind of thing. And I was talking to um, uh, B'nai Brith, and they said that there are people in Edmonton that there was uh, an instance where a person knocked on the door and asked if they were Jewish. This smacks to me of, of what happened in Germany years ago. I'm thinking, really? This is way, way beyond what it should be. And... Um, and and the question to, in my mind is, the police in Halifax obtained an injunction and blocked an anti-Israeli protest pursuant to local health orders. Hamilton police charged 14 people associated with an anti-Israel protest under the reopening Ontario Act. So um, according to the director of B'nai B'rith, he said the inaction by the city of Toronto and Toronto police was just inexcusable. Okay. And I'm wondering why, why? Did it happen? But what do you know about it? Being a news person, what do you know about well, it? Well, you oh, know what? I might add this. Yes. I watched the news, global news, every single night, and I didn't see anything on it. I'm thinking this is a national, probably would be a national news story, a thousand people and, and chanting Intifada, and there's a swastika flag there, and they're, they're flying the Hamas flag. That's just a little bit overboard. No, I agree, Barry. I'm going to let you go. I thank you for keeping this topic top of mind for us. Uh, we did have a whole segment the other day on uh, anti-Semitism and the rise in anti-Semitism anti-Semitism incidents, which have become increasingly violent and more frequent and bold uh, during and since uh, the latest uh, violence in the Mideast. So we will continue to watch developments and any charges that might be laid coming out of that protest that you're referencing at Nathan Phillips Square a couple of weeks ago now. The original Free for All Friday, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Debbie in Toronto, go ahead. Hello there. I'm just calling because with anybody who's had their first vaccine, when they go for the second one, do they need to go exactly where they got the first one? You are you're supposed to go on to the Ontario portal or call the toll free number, Debbie, on Monday. And at that time, you will be able to switch your appointment uh, to an, I don't even have one appointment for the second one. Okay. Yet. Well, but you have that little document that you got after your first one. Yeah. Okay. And so, so four months. Right, and it is. It is. It was originally four months. We've just now learned this morning from the premier that uh, the dates are being moved up, beginning with people who are eighty and over, starting Monday. So. When uh, your age group is called out and given a date to begin booking a second dose, that's when you would call the Ontario hotline or the Ontario booking portal online. Because I know I called the store a couple of times, the pharmacy where I had it. The pharmacy, yeah. They don't have the supplies. Well, if you got yours through a pharmacy um, and and you're looking, so you got AstraZeneca? I believe so. Yes. So check your calendar. Go 12 weeks from uh, the date of your first dose. And then, you know, once you get a week out from that date, uh, start calling that pharmacy uh, or other pharmacies to book your shot. That's that would be my best advice. 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Dennis in Brampton. Hi Dennis. Hi Jane, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Switch gears and uh highlight the issue of bank fees that the uh, banks have recently increased despite uh, their huge profits and this also includes seniors who heretofore did not pay any bank fees. And so we are now all paying these bank fees. And uh, we actually were with a no-fee bank before we switched because of the senior. Of course, we, we thought, well, we'll get to with one of the regular banks and no fees. And, of course, now we find ourselves paying fees. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, some... This has been highlighted in the news, but 
in that it affects seniors directly, and many may not even be aware of it yet if they're not paying close attention to their statements. Uh, it might be something for CARP to take up uh, as a cause on behalf of seniors. Yeah, you know what? I will send a note, uh, Dennis, to Bill Van Gorder at CARP and uh, see where we're where CARP's position is on this issue, because you're right, it's, it is important, and every dollar adds up, and to be charged fees uh, simply for keeping your money in the banks just does not seem right at all. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. You're welcome. Have a great week. Okay, you too. Bye. Let's go to Brian and Caledon. Go ahead, Brian. Thanks for taking my call, Jane. Uh, I, Highway 413. My house was going to be involved with the first uh, one that the Liberals came out with, the first plan, and it was actually going to go through my property in about four houses in a group where I am. Mm. And then that got scrapped. Now, 413, the minister, I watched the, uh, the Zoomer a few weeks ago when Marissa Lennox had on a bunch of people. Yes. And 413, like the town of Caledon has already sold off a bunch of farmland or allowed it to be developed north of Mayfield. They're putting houses in two kilometers north. And yet they say they're worried about taking farmland for 413. Anybody who's been on the 401 from Trafalgar Road, trying to get over to the 400 and up north. And I know the one minister said it was only going to save 30 seconds. Well, that's maybe if you use the 407 and 400 north of there wasn't plugged. But there are some trucks they're not allowed to use 407. They have to use 401. And the ramps are all tied up. And as far as I'm concerned, I think 413 is a good thing. Even if they through my house. I know right now, if I want to go over to Highway 400, i got to go up to King Road all the way across. takes me 45 minutes to an hour. If that highway was there, I could probably get over there in 20 minutes. But what about the issues around the green land, the environmentally sensitive land? Well, some of the areas where they would put the highway through, I mean, the highway is only so wide. In those areas around it that are part of Green Belt, they can't be developed. Like, no industry can go in around the highway and that, as far as I'm concerned, that's good. But, I mean, they're talking about losing farmland. They're selling farmland off to developers to build houses. Of course, they're going to get more taxes from that than they do the farmland. Okay, and Brian. I know the Mayor Caledon also has a patch of land where the highway is going to go through. Interesting. Very interesting. There is a federal assessment now underway of uh, the whole 413 uh, highway issue. Um, it is a, it is very concerning for a lot of people, and and I suspect all of these issues around uh, the favoring of develop uh, developers, or at least the apparent favoring of developers by the Ford government. I think this is going to become an issue as we get closer to the provincial election in the spring of next year. Still a year away, and by then we could be finished. <laughs> Knock on wood. Hopefully, with this COVID pandemic, so there may be more focus around uh, environmentally sensitive land and development and the noise, as we were talking about yesterday, that really got the phones ringing here in Toronto. The noise bylaw has been overridden by the Ford Tories at Queen's Park, allowing for construction on condos between 6 in the morning and 10 in the evening, seven days a week through October 7th. We can talk about that as well if you didn't get through yesterday. I need to take a quick break, and then we're back with more of your phone calls, whatever in the news has you talking 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Jane Brown. 
By the way, if you missed a show this week on Fight Back with Libby Snymer, make sure to join me for the best of Fight Back, 12.30 Saturday and Sunday afternoon here on Zoomer Radio. Uh, Just got a news release from the city of Toronto. They are rolling out as part of their VaxTO campaign, uh, a program which will include 650,000 voice messages. So these will be calls from Mayor John Tory sent to Torontonians on cell phones and through landlines in priority neighborhoods to invite them to attend a June 2nd telephone town hall and to book first dose vaccination appointments. Uh, this uh, town hall, telephone town hall, is scheduled for next Wednesday. It's an opportunity for Toronto residents who have questions about the vaccine, who maybe have been a bit hesitant or have had challenges trying to book an appointment. They can speak directly with Mayor Tory, as well as Eileen Davila, the Medical Officer of Health, and Chief Matthew Pegg, who is heading up uh, the emergency reaction to the pandemic. So that's interesting. Um, and that might help address some of uh, some of the reason why we haven't seen first dose take up, uh, particularly among people 80 and over in the city of Toronto, uh, 28% of people 80 plus living in the city of Toronto have yet to receive their first dose. And I'm curious as to why. Has it, has it been a physical challenge uh, to get to an appointment? Is it hesitancy on any level? Uh, what would keep you from getting to your first vaccine? The numbers to call again until the top of the hour, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Lucy in Toronto. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Um, so I took the AstraZeneca and um, I have an appointment at my pharmacy for June 22nd. And it was curious. So I got an email from the pharmacy and it, it says, hi, please fill out this form when you come to the pharmacy for the vaccine, and it was a form from the Ministry of Health. And it said that, you know, I had options, and it was dated um, May 21st. And the options were I could receive the AstraZeneca for my second dose 12 weeks following my first dose, or I could receive an MRA for my second dose following if mixing a, a vaccine is recommended. And then I had to understand the options, and whatever option I picked, there was like three or four statements, and I had to check off each one that I understood the statements. And then um, after I chose one or two, I then he says, I had to check off the last page. It says, I've had the opportunity to ask questions about this and take off. I understand that I may withdraw this consent at any time I, and choose option one instead of option two. Uh, so this is, wow. this is one of these informed consent yeah, forms. Yeah, Ministry of Health. But it's just so confusing. I, right. I mean, I think, why am I getting this? What do I do with it? Well, I, it's, I it, it, it is. It's yeah. interesting that you've received it already, Lucy. Um, what Do you remember the day that you got your first dose? Um, I, I got it in March. March. I think I got it like March 17th. Okay, so you're part of, mm-hmm. you're part of that first group. Yes. But oh. my pharmacy doesn't, doesn't, is not part of that, and I can't, I can't, I can't talk about the pharmacies. And I can't find one. So she just booked my second dose on June 22nd. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, um, you might be able to get something sooner, but it's great. So June 22nd at the same pharmacy where you got the first shot. But it, but it's curious like this form because all this form does is just confuse people. Well, exactly, and and so far there is no other option for people That's who got right. AstraZeneca. That's yeah, right. So I'm, I'm I'm getting this form now. I did tell the pharmacist that I'll take whatever's available. If AstraZeneca is there, that's fine. I'll take that. If for whatever reason. Nothing else is available. I'll take whatever else is available because I want the second shot. Right. But sending me that form just enough to thinking, what do I do with this form? And what about people who don't understand this form? Yes. No. No. Thank you for telling us. You're one of uh, you are the first person to actually read one of these forms for yes. us. So appreciate the call. Yes. And the second question, the second comment I have is so I just in terms of why seniors are not getting their second, their first vaccine. Um, I had a, a homebound mother. Um, and it, it took me forever to find somebody to come to the home to give the vaccine because the e- EMS were telling me it could take like weeks and months. Um, so that could be part of the issue why some seniors over 80 have not yet received the vaccine. No, I'm certain of that. How old is your mom, Lucy? Uh, 87. And did she get her first shot? She did. 
but I had to, I mean, I had to do leaps and bounds. And I finally found a doctor at St. Joseph's Hospital to come and give her the vaccination. Ah. And he told me that when it comes to the second dose, she's on the system, they'll come back. But it was through extreme efforts. And I was about to give up because I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, so I can see why seniors, you know, homebound are having these issues. Absolutely. Thanks for your okay, call, Lucy. You. Really appreciate Thank it. All right. Bye-bye. It's Free For All Friday. Jane for Libby and Donna in Guelph. Donna, go ahead. Yes, I'd just like to make a comment on the um, meanness that uh, they're having with people who are being mean to one another, like the Asians or Jewish or black or whoever. Um, It's terrible, and I I hope that this um, gets straightened around. Yes, thank you, Donna. Uh, We have to remember that Canada... Uh, murders 100,000 babies a year. And I- okay, Donna, you can, you called with an agenda, I understand. Let's go to Michael in Oakville. Michael, go ahead. Yeah, good afternoon, Libby. A uh, couple of weeks ago, I seen on TV uh, Oakville advertising that they were taking uh, people 80-plus, you know. Why not start from 90-plus? <laughs> Meanwhile, they gave a lot, to a lot of people 80-plus, and the 90s are waiting. Okay, so Michael, when did you get your first uh, dose of vaccine? The 11th of March. The 11th of March? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good news. Um, and so on Monday, you can you can book a second shot. Well, I got no, uh, no computer, so uh, when I called them, he says, we'll call you. They said that they would call you? Yeah. Okay, I mean, what about calling the hotline? You've got that number? No, I heard it. Uh, okay, well, let me give that out. I've given it so many. I thought was 311, 311. No, not 311. Um, the provincial hotline number is 1-888-9-9-9. Yeah, 6488-6488. Yes, so on Monday morning at 830 you are eligible to book a second shot, and you can call that number. I, I bet it will be busy, but if you keep trying, hopefully you'll get through. Yeah, the ones that are they're 80, they got one foot, one foot and a half in the grave. I got one and three quarters. Aww. <laughs> okay, Michael, I appreciate your sense of humor. Good luck with your second okay, shot. thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye, Libby. It's J- well, it is Jane, but that's fine. Libby's Bye. back on Monday. Nice to talk to you. Okay, one eight 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 nine 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 sixty four eighty eight. That is the number to call. That is the Ontario hotline booking number. And if you are eighty plus and uh, you don't have access to the internet, you can call that number on Monday and move up your second appointment. If you did receive a second appointment, you can move it up or book a second appointment, depending on your personal situation. Not too uh, many minutes left to go here in the show, but I'm sure we can get a bunch of calls in still. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. How about Vera in Vaughn? Hi, Vera. Oh, hi. I think you just answered my question, actually, because I got my first Pfizer vaccine at the beginning of April, so... Do I actually have to go online and move it forward or call them to move it forward, or will they email me directly? Um, It depends on your age. How old are you? I'm going to be 70 in December. So you're still under 70. Now, as a result, as, as a result of turning 70 this year, I believe that the week of June 14th, Vera, you will become eligible to book your second shot. Ah, Okay. Okay. okay, I got you. Okay, so great. thank you so much. Okay, no problem. Uh, I know there's, the, yeah. Have a great weekend. There's a lot. There's a, uh, there are a lot of details around this whole second shot rollout, and I know what they they have tended to say either if you turn the age in that year or you are already that age, you become eligible to book an appointment. So it's eighty and over starting on Monday, and then individuals 70 and over will be able to book their second dose the week of June 14th. Um, I have some other start dates here as well. The week of June 28th, individuals who received their first dose between the weeks of March 8th and April 18th will become eligible. Uh, The week of July 19th, individuals who received their first doses between the weeks of April 19th and May 9th become eligible. 
uh, and then on and on through uh, the summer. 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Murray in Malton, go ahead. Hi, Jane, how are you? I'm fine. How, what's on hey, your mind? Uh, just this questionnaire the lady was talking about. Uh, I just got my second dose yesterday. Oh, congrats. Okay, so when they called me on Monday, they asked me if I was okay with the AstraZeneca. I said, okay, so they set me up appointment for yesterday. And when I got there, they asked all the questions. They they didn't give me a piece of paper, nothing. Did you have to sign anything, Murray? Yes, I did. I had okay. to sign uh, a waiver, I guess, it is, uh, stating that I was okay with uh, having the shot. And I knew right. all the... Well, they gave me a form to read when I first got there. And they gave me all the uh, side effects and whatever happens, right? And I, I read that. And then she went through the questions with me. And then uh, I had to sign off. Okay, so maybe the individual pharmacies are doing it slightly differently in the way that they get informed consent from the people who get their second dose? Yeah, well, I, I got it through a pop-up clinic, and there seems to be a big difference between the pop-ups and uh, the if you booked it through anywhere else. Oh, I see. So, uh, so tell me, how do you feel now that you are fully vaccinated? Oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Right. Now my son will let me go up to see my grandkids. Oh, yes. that's You know what? That's the best part. That's yeah, great, so Murray. I haven't seen them in a year, so oh. I'm like two more weeks and then I can go up. Oh, wonderful. Well, I hope you have a great reunion. Oh, uh, I will. Okay. Uh, Zoom calls are just, uh, something, they're nice, but they're not real. Well, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really have a nice weekend. Yeah, you too. That's great news. Okay. Let's go to Doreen in Kingston. Hi, Doreen. Nice to talk to you again. Well, hi, Jane. Like uh, so many other people, I, would, I just rely upon your uh, show for, for facts. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so I, uh, I'm from the old time customer service, and uh, it's a very um, sore spot with me. This happened yesterday. It didn't happen to me, but what I witnessed um, for their old a, a lady at Shoppers Drug Mart here in Kingston on Bath Road, I haven't called the manager yet, but I'm going to. Uh, it's a perfect example of the lack of interest in the younger generation when it comes to customer service. We were at senior, it was Seniors Day, and this even made it worse. So the store was mostly filled with seniors. And ahead of me, there was this dear soul, all bent over, with about four items in her basket. And there was a gap for the cashier. And I said, it's okay, ma'am, you can go ahead. And she said, no, I'll wait for her to tell me. So the, the young man that was in charge out on the floor came along and said, no, uh, she's closing now. And I said, excuse me, you're telling me that the cashier just closed? And left this lady standing here. Yeah. There was no sign like the grocery stores. The grocery stores will put out a sign uh, closed or closing after this customer or something. And the young girl that was closing up didn't look up to apologize to that lady. And I went up to the guy and I said, I'm really troubled by what I just witnessed. And I said, that's really troubling. And he started to explain to me that she was closing and we had moving over to the next uh, bill. But nobody said the next customer in line over there, please come over here. Right. And, well, it's just a lack of politeness. Oh, my And goodness, respect. It was yeah. really bad. So anyways, uh, it the lay, I said to him, but you don't care, do you? You're not understanding what I'm saying. I understand she's closing, but the customer service is lacking here. Right. So instead of letting that dear old soul go back to the end of the line, myself and the friend that was with me stepped back and uh, said, yes, ma'am, you were ahead of us. And I came out of that store and the smoke was just coming out through my ears. I thought, how bad is that? Yeah, that is bad. How bad is that? So I hope that Shoppers Drug Mart or any store that relies upon the younger generation to provide the quality of 
customer service that they want to pride themselves in, they need to make sure that those people have customer service training. Right. That scenario, that scenario, Doreen, just reeks of ageism is is what that is, right? No, doesn't it? Yeah. No, I'm glad you, you, I'm glad you called to to mention that because it's just a matter of respect. It's a matter of just paying attention to somebody and and caring about their well-being, especially if they're physically challenged, right? Yeah. yeah. If I hadn't stepped up and, and said something, that poor dear soul would have been still waiting there, waiting for someone to call her up to the cashier to cash out. Well, thank you. And for- the cashier took her cash box and walked by and never apologized. Nothing. No. Doreen, so thank you. Anyways, thank you I for have- your call. Thank you for letting okay. me fume. Okay. smoke a clear down now. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes sometimes we just need to vent. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call the manager shop as drug mart as well. Okay. Thanks, Doreen. Okay. Have a nice weekend. Thanks. Okay. Let's, let's go to Ron in Guelph. Uh, Ron, go ahead. Okay. We've only got a couple of minutes. Um, uh, two things. I heard a gentleman talk about the bank fees going up. Well, I'm at TD. Um, the last time they used to have something called Plan 60, where a lot of the fees were already paid. The last time and the fees went up, TD said something wonderful for the seniors. They grandfathered that plan. Okay. uh, None of my fees have gone up, which is great. I don't know about the other banks, but TD is uh, good for seniors. The other quick comment was about the 413. And the elephant in the room in this whole thing is, why is the 407 being so underused? I just came off the 401, and a lot of those trucks, I came from Guelph, and I'm out here in Scarborough, and a lot of those trucks are transiting through Toronto. So it would be a much cheaper if they were to find a way to subsidize the trucks, whatever they need to do. We don't need a new highway when these guys aren't going to use the 413 anyway. But we need to get them off the 401, right? Yeah, no, I agree with you. The 407 can sometimes be a wasteland. And I honestly think it's just because it's too expensive. People people can't afford to pay those fees uh, on the 407. Thank you for your call, uh, Ron. Let's go to Bonnie in Scarborough. Bonnie, you might be my last call. Although, okay, I'll make okay. it quick. <laughs> I just have a concern here. I just don't understand the government. Um, they shut down parts of the stores I get, but you can't buy pants, you can't buy books, you can't buy sun hats for children, or you want children to go outside, but you can't buy chalk, bubbles, or anything. But I could go to shoppers, and you can't even buy cards there, but I can go to shoppers and buy everything. Yes, you're right. Cards, toys, you name it. It, Why is that? (laughs) You know what? That is an excellent question. Uh, What I have seen in some stores like Loblaws, they've put up a sign in some of the areas where it's non-essential goods saying that this this area is closed, and yet you can still take the product off the shelf and uh, go to self-checkout and still purchase that item. So there are a lot of inconsistencies around these rules. You're right. Yes. And I feel sorry for the children and even the elderly or the sick that are locked in their homes. A card goes a long way. Yes. Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks for calling. Thanks to all of you for calling today on Free For All Friday. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Stay with Zoomer Radio for the original greatest hits and regular newscasts as well, including Bob Comsick. He's coming up next. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.